The year is 1988. I'm 18 years old and I'm in Bethel, New York. I'm chasing the 1969 history of Seamus Fingers O'Hooligan, my father. He was a musician that never got a chance to perform at Woodstock. There were 32 acts. He would have been number 33. But he got duped, swindled, and defrauded at Woodstock. My father, an Irishman, met my African-American mom here. I'm trying to catch up with my bygone dad because, because I'm Seamus O'Hooligan Jr., Black Irishman. Yeah, I'm Seamus O'Hooligan Jr. Some say a curious black man in his late 20s. Others say, brother, what kind of name is hooligan for a n***? In any case... Upon the advice of a voluptuous waitress named Maggie, who incidentally did things with my fingers I don't even see in late-night movies, I wound up at the only Irish pub in Bethel, New York. I push open the creaky door of Patty's Pub. Man, the joint smelled of aged wood and spilled beer. Behind the worn wooden bar stood Patty, an older Irishman with a twinkle in his eye. Hey there, Kingfish. What can I do you for? Kingfish? Who in the Amos and Andy is Kingfish? You are, brother. Take a look in the mirror. That's the face of a Kingfish if I ever saw one. Kingfish George Stevens. <laughs> I glance at the dusty mirror of my reflection, revealing a mix of curiosity and skepticism. Uh, give me a beer, small beer. How old are you, Kingfish? You got any ID? I fumble for my wallet and present my driver's license. Seamus O'Hooligan Jr. Seamus O'Hooligan Jr., for fuck's sake. Is that your real name, Kingfish? Come on out of it. Yeah, and stop calling me that. So you're Irish, for the fuck's sake. That's right. You sound like you're from Ireland. Haven't you ever heard of black Irish? Whoa there, Michael Jordan. Black Irish refers to the shipwreck along the Irish coast in the 16th century when the Spanish Armada survivors somehow got into Ireland. Population, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Nine months later, a lot of swarthy blackhead babies were born with tattoos on every single one of them. Well, cuckoo, cuckoo, and a lollipop for you. I'm black Irish because my dad was Seamus O'Hooligan. Oh, your daddy was Fingers O'Hooligan? Damn straight. Let me see them hands. Oh, boy, you. You could diddle mermaids with those ham hocks, and I'll bet you have. Yeah, yeah. Well, my daddy was fingers, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn more about him. Well, I never met your pops, but I know him by reputation. Quite the rep on the banjo and with the ladies. Yeah, well, yeah, well, he met my mom at Woodstock. All I know is he was from Kilrush, County Clare. Think he still lives there now. County Clare? How do I get there? Well, you can't drive there, son. You got to get on an aeroplane, brother. And here's a Guinness for you, since you're a real Irishman. The black stuff, we call it. Don't you have any Miller highlights? Now, County Clare is known for their traditional Irish music and musicians. Like Willie Clancy, they have a Willie Clancy festival every summer there. And Sharon Shannon, the accordion player. Oh, she can play that squeeze box to the end of the earth. And, of course, the banjo picker himself, the one and only... Seamus Fingers O'Hooligan. I gaze into my Guinness. I'm sure I had determination to my eyes. And I say to myself, gotta get to Ireland. Find out who Fingers really was. I take a deep breath, the scent of Guinness mingling with memories to his past. The bartender leans in and says, You're on a quest to find your old man, the banjo picker. What did you call me? He said you're on a quest to find your father, the banjo picker. 
Oh, my bad, my Irish homie. My apologies. Yeah, I'm trying to find him. He left before I was born. He and my mom had a fight on their wedding night. She threw his banjo out of a hotel window. Ah, Fingers was a legend. Wait, wait. Did you say a hotel window? You should catch up with Darby. Darby? As in the Kentucky Darby? Everything but that. Darby Thursday. He lives up on Ruby Tuesday Lane. Darby Thursday, who lives up on Ruby Tuesday Lane. Are you kidding me? No, uh, the real joke is he was born on a Wednesday. So close. So damn close. Anyway, the way he tells it, years ago he was coming out of a hotel when he was nearly hit by a banjo that came flying out a window. What? That's got to be my pop's banjo. Once her mom threw it out the window, he could never find it. I gotta find this guy. If you see him, tell him he still has a tab to settle. <laughs> the grifter. Man, the deeper I go, it seems the deeper it gets. First, why doesn't this guy have corned beef and cabbage on the menu? Will I ever find Derby Thursday on Ruby Tuesday Lane? And if I find him, do I have the balls to ask him if he wishes he were born on Thursday? But more importantly, will he have my pop's banjo? And if so... How do I get it from him? And why did my father sleep with a banjo in bed? I mean, who does that? These questions and more we'll find out on the next episode of Seamus O'Hooligan Jr., Black Irishman. One thing I've learned after all these years You're gonna save yourself A whole lot of tears Don't try to figure out Who was wrong and who was right Got them moving along, baby the punches. Hi, everybody. Your old friend, Mike Houlihan. Welcome back to Hibernian Radio. This is show number 263. Can you believe that? And we're brought to you by Madden Funds, Local 150, Fox's Pizza, Flood Brothers, and Guinness is good for you. Also, you can listen to the show every Saturday night from 7 to 8 on Global Irish Radio, and the podcasts are usually up by Sunday at hibernianradio.org. Oh, we got a couple of lovely ladies tonight for the show. We have Aubrey Sermon from the Naperville Hurling and Camogie Club and Hannah O'Connell from Emerald's GAA. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Nice. Great to be here. It is. Great. I'm great to have you here. Now, you're, is it crazy that when do people go, you play hurling, you play football? Those I mean, days are over, right? I think in the U.S. it's a great conversation starter. Oh, because yeah. Because not many people play it here, I would say. Yeah, yeah. How'd you get into it? You're from Florida. Yeah. Did you play in Florida? I didn't, actually. I started playing in 2015. Okay. Um, and I started, actually, with Naperville Hurling and Camogie Club. And uh, I got into it because of a friend. Yeah. Uh, and essentially, like, I've just stayed in it because I love it. Yeah. So I had never heard of it, though, before I actually started playing. Like, I had 
literally never heard of Kabogi before. So how about you, Hannah? You do heard of it. Yeah. She's so, from Ireland. She's so from I'm from Ireland, so a little bit of a, a different start. I would have started playing when I was probably eight or nine, yeah. maybe ten, I can't remember, <laughs> with my uh, local club at home. And when I moved to the US uh, about a year and a half ago, um, I heard that, you know, there was a club out in Naperville, so got to join in with the, the girls there. And are you primarily football or kabuki? Yeah, primarily football. <laughs> okay. Now, how, what's, is it Irish football or just football? You guys just call it football. Yeah, we just call it football, but it's it's the Irish football. It's Gaelic football. Okay, Gaelic football. Yeah. yeah. But that's a pretty rough sport. You know, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, crashing into each other and, you know. Technically not, right? Like uh, uh, Maybe technically not meant to, but the, oh. there can it's be. There's a little bit, a little bit of contact, but not honestly too much. No. Oh, really? Okay. And, and Depends on your refs. If somebody yeah. wanted to go see a game, where would they go? Um, I mean, depends on the kind of game. I would say most of the clubs here, they offer indoor leagues and oh, outdoor leagues in the summer. Yeah. So you kind of have to just take a look at the schedule, at least on Naperville, Hurling, and Camogie's website. They usually post schedules. I'm on that game. website right now. <laughs> yes. there's a... Go to naperhurling.com. Yes. It. So we, we have those. We also have a YouTube channel that oh, do you? actually posts like the live games. Oh, there's a lot the of videos on here too. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's like another way to watch the game. Yeah. Oh. Um, as for like tournaments, we all have tournaments and whatnot, but we also have nationals here in the United States. So you could actually like go to a national tournament for like all of USGAA. So no kidding. Yeah, but they're not they're not like a I guess like normal like paid games. You can see some at Gaelic Park is also yeah. another option here yeah. in Chicago. Now, what's the difference between camogie and ladies camogie? Uh, well, so the men's version is called hurling, and oh, the ladies okay. version so is camogie. Okay, yes, I got it. Uh, those are essentially they're very similar sports. They have almost the same rules. There's definitely some differences in rules, but um, essentially. They're they're kind of one and the same. You use a hurley stick. Yeah, you use a hurley in both of them, okay. um, and you have a slitter for both of them, which What's is the a ball. Slitter? That's the ball that you oh, play with. Slitter. Okay. Um, the the game rules are the same. You have to score goals and points, um, and yeah, there are some subtle differences in rules between the two, but essentially, Kamogi is the ladies' version. There's a guy on Facebook called the Hurling Banter. Have you ever seen that guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. He's hilarious, am I right? Yeah, it's all like uh, memes and stuff. Oh, oh yes, yes. very funny. He's like, to the moon, and does all these goofy things. And I think all... that just shows how much time I spend on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good for him because it gets people, like, well, what is this sport, you know? But it's action-packed, right? And it's, uh, how long is a game? Four, did it play in quarters or what? How does it work? Usually we play in halves. Yeah, so two halves um, at like the club level what we'd be mm -hmm. is you know 30 minutes a half so 60 minutes in total what's the size of a slizzer would you is that what you call it a slitter a slitter uh it's roughly the size of an american baseball so oh okay so that's it's, small. it's a little bit smaller i would like say a softball maybe what that size? Oh, it's no it's smaller than a softball oh no for kidding. sure yeah. um maybe around a tennis ball oh. yeah a tennis ball is probably oh that's pretty it's a little harder than a tennis ball though. yeah okay yeah but the gaelic football is a little bit different you know, yeah, so that's, that's like a, a soccer ball size. Then, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Okay. 
Um, so bigger target to hit. How many people on a team? Depends. It can depend. So uh, there's no rule the, on that. So the kind of the standard game would be 15 playing. 15 players on a on, a, on, a, on, a, on the pitch, but on the pitch. For different tournaments and leagues, we might play, you know, maybe nine aside, 11 aside. You yeah. Know, Usually oh. there's an understanding before the tournament on yeah. what it'll oh, be. Oh, okay. So it's not hard and fast. They, they can change them. Yeah. For it. like official championships, it's going to be, you 15. know, 15. But, yeah. you know, for a lot of like clubs like yourselves that are smaller clubs, you know, you might go to a tournament and they might say, okay, it's going to be a, you know, a nine aside tournament because it's a lot of small clubs there. So, you know, it means more people can get involved, you know. If you're not one of the big clubs, it doesn't mean you still can't go and yeah. play. So and it's, have a so team, good. basically. What kind of crowds do you get? Is it mostly friends and family, or what's the deal? Yeah, I would say mostly friends and family here yeah. in the U.S. Um, for like all of our tournaments, you know. And most of the time, we're just we're playing as a team to play, um, not necessarily in front of a crowd. Yeah. I would say it's a lot different though over in Ireland. Oh we're yeah. Thinking about. Yeah, probably because it's like. You know, people might not, you know, they might follow their county team. Sure. And, you know, not necessarily be, you know, related or friends with anyone, but, you know, you follow your club or your, your county team and the matches that they play. Hannah is from Waterford. Waterford, yeah. Yeah. What's Waterford famous? Well, the Crystal. The Crystal. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, did anybody, do you ever get hurt in a game or, you know? Yeah, injuries yes? happen. Oh, no Just kidding. like, I think, with all sports. Um, yeah. I've personally never gotten too hurt. I've never broken a bone i've definitely gotten bruises though i've definitely been hit with a hurley uh, a few times the stick yeah yes uh i've definitely had some bruised toes um but i would say like overall though like i don't know it's not it hasn't been particularly bad for me yeah. so how about no, you I, hannah yeah no major injuries uh touch wood but uh <laughs> <laughs> um i definitely you know you get a few bruises here and there so, yeah. Yes, we wear helmets. Oh, do you? And then for Gaelic football, we have like mouth guards. Yeah. That you. But no helmets. No, no helmets for Gaelic wow. football. Holy cow! Huh. The ball yeah. is much softer, though. To yeah. be fair, it is much softer. <laughs> do they have a scrum? No. It, it doesn't work like that's no. rugby. Is that, that rugby? That's it's, rugby. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, sometimes I get a bit up close and personal with some people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. The Naperville Hurling Club, you're trying to tell the world it's a great sport. Yes. You got to get fun. into it. Yes. Um, and if somebody wanted to learn more about it, they just go to a game probably. Huh? Yeah, they could go to a game. They could go to the website. We also have NaperHurling.com. And we have Facebook. So uh, there's like many ways you could reach out to the club. I think the the most alluring part of not only the sport, because it obviously it's a super fun sport and I could talk forever about it, but there's also a really big like social element to the clubs. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that's also a really big appeal for folks who are involved in the club. Yeah. Um, so it's not just sports. We also like hang out together and we have a social part of it. And I think that's also that's true. That's also true of Emeralds as well. Oh, yeah. 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 So and a lot of crossover of, you know, people that are involved and stuff. So that's nice. And like definitely, you know, I came, over here about a year and a half ago uh-huh. and knew not that many people. Oh, so yeah. it was really good to get involved with, you know, a, a team and a place to, you know, make friends. Who are the coaches? Where do they find them? Um, usually our coaches are just volunteers who either have been playing the sport for a while or yeah. sometimes they're just folks actually from Ireland and they just like volunteer their time for the love of the game. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a big Irish community in Naperville? 
I would say, yeah, it's, oh, it's really? pretty, it's yeah. pretty substantial. It's, I think definitely probably larger inside like Chicago area, but yeah. I'd say, yeah, there's a pretty big Irish community. I know West Suburban Irish is pretty prolific also in the Naperville area. Oh yeah. Very big. Mm-hmm. We had them on the show. Well, there's a guy here. Oh, he's playing Hurley, the guy with the helmet on. See this guy on your website? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's one okay. of our team okay. members, Brian. Is it? Yeah. Yes. I wouldn't want him hitting me with a stick. <laughs> uh-huh. You know. Uh, are there ever fights ever break out in these games? Well, I know. mean, I would say it's it's not really something that happens all the time. Of course, I'm certain sometimes tempers run yeah. a little high, and there's definitely disagreements competitive <laughs> that sure. happen on the field yeah. um but it's i would say if we're thinking about like comparing it to let's say hockey you uh, know it's it's not like that i would no, say no. but yes the disagreements do happen um yeah it's a nice way of putting it disagreements <laughs> yeah and a bit of a disagreement it's a disagreement it hit me in the head with the hurley stick yeah. And sometimes it's just verbal disagreements. Yes. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People definitely yell at each other for sure. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. In the field. Where do you get the refs? Oh, they have to know the game, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So um, the USGA um, helps kind of get training in for folks who want to learn to ref. Um, so a lot of this organization, though, is like fully volunteer. So even our refs uh-huh. um, are volunteer a lot of the time for like things like tournaments and whatnot. You have games this weekend? Uh, currently Naperville Hurling and Camogie has an indoor league going. Uh, in a gym? Is that where they play? Or? Uh, yeah, we play Turf? currently a Naperville yard, okay. which is like, you know, like an indoor kind of soccer pitch place. Uh, okay. You can rent out fields. It's kind of yeah, a, yeah. It's a whole thing. So yeah, we currently have an indoor league going from six to 8 a.m. It's co-ed. So six to 8 a.m. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people show up. It's currently co-ed. So, um, ladies and men play together on uh, the same team mm-hmm. wow yep and i'm currently playing in it and it's great no kidding yeah <laughs> why is it 6 to 8 a.m is that the only time you could get the field uh i think there's a couple of reasons one field is availability is great um at 6 a.m because oh. obviously sure you know it's usually open but i also think uh, a lot of folks like to have like a really early start to the day and then you know the rest of the day is free so it's they're not like carving out time in the middle of the day to so it's like usually on a saturday it's always on a saturday oh yeah. okay mm-hmm. cool well that's a cool way to start kick off your weekend huh mm-hmm. keeps you in shape you guys both look like you're in pretty good shape yeah yeah the exercise i think is the is the key yeah <laughs> it's a real appeal <laughs> do you work out a lot to get ready for it i think that's personal preference yeah. oh okay <laughs> so yeah uh I would say I work out, you know, quite a bit, but we're kind of in this weird part of our seasons, like both of us, where it's kind of like the kind of off season. Yeah. Um, Oh, okay. So usually our seasons are primarily focused in the summer. So that's when we do a lot of our... Because you can do outside. Yeah, yeah, we do a lot of our outdoor stuff. Yeah, cool. You got plenty of sponsors. It looks cool. Um, And uh, how many Hurley sticks do you own? (laughs) <laughs> I personally own, let's see, at least five, I think, are currently you. in my yeah. house. Yeah. Um, they sometimes break, so it's oh, always sure. good to have extras. Yeah. Now, where do you get them? Ireland. <laughs> you got to get them in Ireland, huh? What I mean, mostly, yeah, I think all of mine are currently from Ireland, but a lot of times they'll sell um, stuff at tournaments. So oh, okay. if you go to a tournament, a lot of times there are vendors there that have already procured 
the Hurleys, and you can buy them like here in the U.S. Where did the word camogie come from? Oh, that's is that a tr- translation of women's early or what? It's a great question. Do you know the answer, oh, Hannah? God. Um, yeah, I think it comes from the Irish word. So, like, uh, okay. come on is the Irish for come on. It, oh. Yeah, like that is the Irish for Hurley. So I'm ah, okay. taking a, a stab in the dark, but I'm yeah. going to say it's derived it's better from that. than what I okay. didn't know. <laughs> Well, it, it, it's, you know, you hear Hurley, and then you hear Camogie. Camogie makes it sound a little bit genteel, but it's not really. It's very no, competitive. It's very yeah. competitive. Yeah. Now, do you also play Camogie, uh, Hannah? Uh, I have in the past, but uh, not so much at the minute. Okay. I'd probably play a little bit with the with the guys once they we get started in the summer, but football has always been kind of my preferred Oh, good for you. Sport. Ladies football. Ladies football. Ladies football. <laughs> huh. Boy, that's an oxymoron. <laughs> ladies football. Well, I would love to go see ladies football, you know, <laughs> just because it's different, I'm sure. Uh, you have one of your sponsors is Clark Chiropractic. That would that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's one of our newer sponsors for the Hurling Club. Yeah, probably people need to pay a visit. Yeah, because you got to be in shape to do this. Holy cow. Anyway, go to the page because they have videos of the games and people talking and Naperville hurling. and Now, is there a lot of drinking after the games and stuff like that? Uh, we usually do like socials. So, oh, there you I go. mean, yeah. we you can usually find us like getting together, um, usually getting at a after pub. It. Yeah. yeah, usually at a pub or, you know, uh, visiting one of our sponsors. I know one of our sponsors is Rosie's, which is like a yeah. Diet, Rosie's they so. have a, they have a, their logo here. Yeah, oftentimes we'll just go to those places. What is Rosie's? It's uh, like a diner. Oh, cool. Okay. And like, of course, Quigley's. Yep. A great pub. Yeah, and I think a lot of the tournaments, whether it's like in Naperville or you know, Milwaukee, have tournaments, and you know, Madison will have tournaments. They all have kind of a social, you know, element to them. Oh, so you guys drive out the there. Yeah. yeah, so that's it's, cool. Yeah. You know, it's not just uh, meeting the people within Naperville. You go up and you can meet, you know, people cool. from other teams as well. Yeah. So. Well, welcome to the Naperville Hurling and Camogie Club. Are there, does somebody announce the games? You got to check this guy out, Hurley Cantor. Uh, you... We do have, so at least currently with our indoor season, there is a YouTube channel that they've been uploading all the games to, and we do have like announcers. Oh, that's good. That have been adding some commentary. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty great. I would recommend uh, listening. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the commentary yeah. is pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Um, now, what position do you play as a football player? Is there diff- different positions? Yeah, there's di- different positions. So if we go by like the the standard kind of fifteen, you have like a goal, and this is be the same for Komogi as well. You have your goalkeeper, then you'll have uh, six backs, so they're like three in one line, three in another line, yeah. and then you have two people in like the middle of the field, your midfielders, and then in your forward, so your your scoring people, you have six as well, so it's three and three. Ah, cool. And so people specialize in these different positions. Yeah. 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 Usually there's a preferred position. Yeah. So Hannah, what is would you <laughs> like to play? Uh, I tend to be around uh, up in the the corner forward. I like to say I mind the corner flag, do as little running as possible. <laughs> <laughs> but you're watching the goal to make sure nothing's by you, right? Yeah. Whereas 
all, all the these opposite. are fitness yep. freaks, so she'll do all the running. <laughs> yeah, I usually, I like to play mid or like half back, um, yeah. which usually are positions that require a bit more running and they're my favorite to play, so. Oh yeah, um, you gotta yeah. be on the hustle the whole time. Yeah, that is what I like about it. You just run the entire time. Yeah. yeah. So and how else? long is a half? <laughs> Uh, 30 minutes usually. Oh, well, yeah. But if they, we play a tournament that's maybe like only nine a side or 11, they might shorten it. Cause oh, sure. Yeah, it kind of depends. Yeah, cool. Um, so how many different teams are in this Naperville? Is it just one team? or? Yeah, so for pub leagues, for either, it kind of just depends on how many people you have in the club that year, which is why uh. recruitment is so important to us. Yes. Uh, so for this year, for indoor, it's actually one of our largest... Um, indoors that we've ever had, which is very cool. We have four different teams for this like spring, which is really exciting. So that's about sixty people. Uh, five, yeah, we 15? had a yeah, we had close to like six. I don't think we had exactly sixty sign up, but we had very that's much cool. close to sixty sign up, which is awesome. Um, so like for indoor, we have four teams, but in the summer, it kind of depends on who signs up to do a summer league, oh, and yeah. that kind of depends on how many teams you have for that. So how young do they the kids? Uh, the the younger kids play this or yeah the, the younger <laughs> kids can i mean we're you were playing uh, when you were 10 right yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean we're adult clubs at the minute mm -hmm. we just uh, so just have 15 teams for, and up is usually yeah. who we take for like 15 and up yes yeah. for okay. both of our clubs yeah. Yeah. so 15 is an adult and <laughs> yes <laughs> oh wow yes but there are there is like a chicago youth division as well so for for folks who are like lower than 15 or younger than 15 yeah they can play in that um but yeah so for our clubs though um we're always looking to recruit any sort of adults to young adults yeah how do you older recruit? adults I mean, other than matter. going on the hibernian radio show how do you recruit well i think word of mouth is like our biggest recruiting measure yeah, so yeah. far it's been the most successful <laughs> so far yeah, yeah so I think, you know, I joined because when I came over, you know, there was uh, girls that I work with who had already joined. So they, oh, cool. So they had pulled me along. And I think, you know, they'd just, uh, I think they met maybe another player, maybe Allison or someone in, you know, and playing music and said, oh, you got to play football with us. Oh, yeah. cool. So, yeah, word of mouth has been great. But we have gone to, say, the, the West Suburban Irish Festival, you know, had a how to stand there to, oh yeah to to yeah. meet people yeah. and like uh, i think you've mentioned before you know for like things like st patrick's day parade you know we'll hand out flyers and yeah we just try to do things just to increase visibility um and also we try to post on social media as well uh so there's a facebook page right i can't remember the yes so uh naperville hurling and camogie has a facebook and an instagram as well as like an email and a website and then uh emerald's also has yeah, uh, we've the, the same as well yeah yeah what does gaa stand for gaelic athletic, athletic association. association yeah you know um who started the gaa a million years ago a guy named cusack yes in ireland and my mother was a cusack little apropos of nothing <laughs> but very proud of that uh, i can't remember what his first name was but it was probably michael yeah yeah michael, michael cusack <laughs> that's yeah. right it's yeah. because there's a there's a chicago team named the cusacks oh no kidding See, there you go. <laughs> well, my mother was a Cusick. Um, you know what? I've been to Ireland a couple of times, and uh, we shot a film in uh, in Mayo uh, all about the father of the Chicago flag who was an alderman here, and he was from a, 
a little town called Inishkotl, Kilmina County, Mayo, right outside Westport. So we went to the church in Kilmina, and right across the way from the church was the school and the fields where they play. You know, Every town has it. They have a, a pitch, right? Is that what you call yes. it? Every yep. town has the pitch, and the kids are into it, and it's just terrific. Um, it's good. It's, a, it's, I'm sure, a very good sport to keep in shape and everything. What, how old can you be to play? I mean, do there's nobody playing when they're in their 70s, is there? I don't think we have any club members for Naperville Hurling uh, that are in their 70s, but okay. we do have some. That knocks that are, me out. <laughs> we do have some, though, that I think are at least in their 60s. No kidding. Or at least approaching their 60s. And so, they're running up and down the pitch. And, I mean, yeah. maybe they're not running, you know, like they used to be running, but like they're definitely still involved with the club, and we don't really have an age limit. And no. I think that applies to That's cool. as well. Yeah. So, welcome anyone. <laughs> yes, it will take anyone. That's cool. And now when the when you play on the mixed football team, men and women, does it ever, ever get heated, uh, Anna, you know, or Well, we're lucky we haven't done so much mixed football, so okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I yes. haven't gotten in our, any arguments with it. Uh, <laughs> Most of the football teams I think we're pretty much either ladies or men's football. We don't yeah. usually do any sort of co-ed stuff. Um and a lot of times the co-ed stuff is really just limited to like pub leagues uh, and not like tournaments. Okay. So when it when we have actual tournaments, we're kind of separated. All right. So what's your message you want to tell our audience? To, to you got a a phone number? Or, oh, it's wait. What did I just say? It's Naper Hurling. Naper Hurley. Wait a second. No, Naperhurling You're right. Naper Hurling. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm blind. NaperHurling.com, check it out. Uh, yeah, so I think the main message that we're trying to get across here is just generally recruitment. So yeah. we're out there. Yeah, we're out there. We we're, exist. This and, is a good site. It says how to play, equipment, training, safety, and then videos of the games. There's a little contact us bar. Um, yeah. But like also in general, we are recruiting pretty heavily for the women's team. So uh-huh. uh, Camogie specifically, we are looking to develop our Camogie team. Uh, so, you know, any interested ladies should definitely kind of reach out. Uh, and it doesn't matter what skill level you have. You could have never played it before because there, there's definitely girls who have never played it before that pick it up. And yes. They don't know. They we don't that. care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll teach you. It's not a big deal. And... Yeah, so we're really focused on recruitment, and I think yeah, uh, Emeralds is the same way. Yeah, we're the same. We're the same, and you know, we're obviously we're very linked between the two clubs as well. So you know, if people want to come out and do try both, and sure, that's really good. And like Aubrey said, you know, uh, anyone can come along, no matter the age. And also, we don't have any skill levels we're looking for. Do you we, wear cleats? We do. Cleats are a great option. Yeah, oh, okay. when you're outside, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Would and recommend. shorts, yeah. yeah, and jerseys, Just comfortable, comfortable clothes, yeah. But yeah. you know, for for the start as well, we have like you know, we can make do with you know, you're just your regular trainers and stuff, and yeah. And honestly, you don't need any sort of supplies to start. I mean, Naperville Hurling and Kamogi Club, we have hurleys for oh, people, yeah. uh, especially if they're just kind of trying to figure out if they want to start like playing with us. Like, you don't have to go out and buy anything. We have like extra helmets. We have extra slitters for everybody, so it's it's not extra a big slitters. deal. Yeah, you don't you don't need to 
You don't need to come in with gear. Yeah. Yes. And same thing for football. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously football, we have like a supply of footballs and stuff. So, you know, you just need to, to come along. And then, like Aubrey said, you know, if you decide to stick around, then, you know, maybe you want to start. Get yourself a helmet. Or a, or a <laughs> well, helmet. yeah. You know, and people like to personalize yeah. their stuff anyway. Sure. So yeah. you can choose your helmet color. You can choose. Like, and are you wearing a jersey from yes. the thing here? Yes. I'm currently wearing one of the jerseys for the Camogie Club okay. uh, for Naperville. Yeah. And. I just figured I'd wear it to the Who's Anna? Oh, that's a sponsor. That was, yeah, that was one of our sponsors one year. They're no longer, I think, our sponsor, but. Cool. You usually get a jersey, you know. Ah, you get a jersey, you're on the team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so most most clubs have, you know, like a a team kit or whatever. So you'll usually get a jersey for joining as well. Have you been over to Ireland, Aubrey? I have. Okay, good. And and do you, when you get over there, say, yeah, I'm a camogie player, you know. I mean, I actually kind of did last time because they just had Worlds, um, which is like a subset of the USGA kind of like collaborates, I guess, over with Ireland. And you have like teams that go over there. So I actually went over there not to play in Worlds, but I was like visiting people who were doing that. So we actually ended up talking a lot about Kamoki while I was over there, like inadvertently. So that's cool. Yeah. It's a whole new world, man. Uh, and I would encourage everybody to check it out, especially if you're of a certain age, uh, not a, like me, an old geezer. Fifteen and up. Yeah, that is that's over. Fifteen what we're and up. For. Yeah, and go to the page because they have naperhurling.com. They have videos, and everybody's having a good time, and it's cool, cool. Well. Terrific. Any final message? I think, yeah, we do have some events coming up that oh, good. I wanted to kind of plug. Let's plug them, yeah. So uh, we're going to have, uh, we're calling it a GAA recruitment event, and Emeralds is also involved with this. Yeah. So if you wanted to try football oh. or camogie, we're doing this one on April 28th from 7 to 9 a.m. at the Naperville Yard. Uh, so that same you place. you have to sign up for that beforehand, or what's the deal? You don't actually have to sign up ahead of time. It's already like, taken care of you just need to show up with yourself yeah, and comfortable yeah. clothes to run in and you know try it out yeah. uh if you have questions about it though you can contact either emeralds gaa or naperville hurling and camogie we'd be more than happy to answer those questions now the people come out are they mostly irish descent or what's the deal or is anybody honestly this event is for anybody so yeah. it does not matter yeah. um I, I would say, like, past events, we've had people either from Ireland, of Irish descent, of no Irish descent. Mm-hmm. I don't have any Irish descent. And, yeah. <laughs> like, I got started with it, so cool. it doesn't really matter. So we have that event. And then the other kind of local tournament here that's here in Naperville is uh, the Joe Hurd Memorial Tournament, and that'll be happening in July. Who's Joe Hurd? Uh, Joe Hurd was one of the past presidents of the Naperville Hurling and Camogie Club, and unfortunately, he passed away due to cancer. And oh, so yeah, they have a tournament so, yeah. in his. Oh, that's honor, great! They're so. honoring him. And, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's July thirteenth, though. So that would be during the summer. So those are the kind of the two big things coming up that are in the same. So area. it's a hurling stick and a slitter. <laughs> a slitter, yeah. Slitter. Yeah. And then the football is just... It's just football. It's just <laughs> the football. football. There's nothing... Okay. I don't think there's a yeah. fun... <laughs> okay. Well, uh, keep doing what you're doing because it looks like fun. And it's great for Irish heritage and America. It's fun. That's the whole idea, right? Uh, it's fun. Yeah. 
and come out out on a week. Now you're heading, once we get past into spring, you're going to be doing much more active, I would think, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, both of us will have weekly practices. Yeah. So. I'll be looking to start, start outdoor practices soon yeah. enough. So. Cool. Well, okay, Hannah and Aubrey, so great having you on the show. We're going to be watching how you're doing now, so keep us, keep us uh, you know, informed, and we'll plug whatever you want right down the line, okay? Great. Uh, welcome to the Naperville Hurling and Kamoe Club. Go to naperhurling.com and check it out. Thanks to Aubrey Sermon and Hannah O'Connell. Thank you. God Thanks. bless you both. Thanks Great so much to be for here. coming in. Okay, we're we'll taking a little break here on our Bernie and Radio. We'll be right back after these messages from our friends. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers are price competitive and still offer the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all of that corporate garbage, Call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste, recycling, and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Welcome back to the Flood Brothers. Irish American News has been bringing you the news important to the Irish in Chicagoland for over 40 years. If you like mostly good news and information from all aspects of the Irish community, check out Irish American News. To advertise or subscribe, call our friend Cliff Carlson at 847-872-0700 or email him at cliff at irishamericannews.com. Irish American News, we've always been green. Cops and firefighters risk their lives almost every day. So they shouldn't have to risk their hard-earned dough in any get-rich schemes or the blather of old pals in the real estate biz. And good luck trying to figure out the stock market or cryptocurrency or even economics 101 when you come home exhausted at the end of your shift. What you need is somebody you can trust. And they're in short supply these days. Hey, take it from me. I've lost fortunes in showbiz because I thought I was smarter than everybody else and I wound up bankrupt and broke. It took me a long time to decide to find a friend I could trust who had my family's best interests at heart. That friend was my late pal, Joe Madden. I met him as he passed the basket at St. Luke's and I'd turn my pockets inside out as he came to my pew and I'd say, I'm tapioca. He laughed but didn't stop him from supporting my films and showbiz endeavors over the years. Joe Madden had my back. A few years before he died, Joe started Madden Funds with his sons, Mike and Danny. The Maddens and Houlihans have been pals for a long, long time. They can advise the best path for your investments. Madden Funds will have your back too. Need advice on your 401k or your rollover IRA? You can trust Madden Funds to help you protect and grow your investments now and in your family's future. Go to their website, maddenfunds.com, or call Mike or Dan Madden at 708-848-3200 and tell them who Lee sent you. And we're back, and thanks to Audrey, Audrey Sermon for the Naperville Hurling and Camogie Club. And Hannah O'Connell, Emerald GAA Ladies Football. Okay, I want to tell everybody, you know what's coming up. You know what's coming up. St. Patrick's Day is, it's nigh. 
Um, they're going to be a big fundraiser for the Southside Irish St. Patrick's Day Parade at Bourbon Street, March 2nd. Try to get out there. May even be out there selling some. Oh, I want to talk about something. Got a rave review in the Irish Echo from my book, Chicago Irish Mythology. Check it out. Even you can go to the uh, Irish Echo website, rave review from my old friend Peter McDermott. Funny how that works, isn't it? <laughs> but anyway, they, they did me a solid and a, just a wonderful review of the book. So uh, check that out. Also, the Southside Irish Parade fundraiser is March 2nd at Bourbon Street. Uh, this weekend, uh, the 24th and 25th, is the our friend uh, Christine Christine Lawless and her Irish singing workshop with Emer Arkins. This weekend at Chief O'Neill's on Saturday and Sunday at Gaelic Park. And next week's guest, retired ambulance chief Patrick Fitzmorris, an old friend of ours who is Always entertaining. So, you know, Billy, whenever I'm walking on Western Avenue, I look in the window, cans, wrongs, hearts, or any of those great Irish saloons, and see the ghost of my old pal Jimmy Goff through the mist, and he says to me, Hey, holy! Oh, dang. Thomas Flynn passed unexpectedly at home at the age of 60. He lived his entire life in Chicago, following his dad's footsteps into the Chicago Police Department. Tom spent 31 years as a police officer. He was assigned to the Bridgeport 9th District and retired in April of 2018. He is survived by his father, Thomas S. Flynn, his wife of 31 years, Linda, three children, Elizabeth Thomas and, and Timothy. In lieu of flowers, donations can be made to Chicago Police Memorial Foundation. God rest his soul, Tom Flynn. Kathleen Gaffney. From Chicago Ridge, formerly of Askilkinloch, County Leitrim, Ireland, peacefully an advocate, Christ Hospital after a short illness. She was the beloved wife. Husband's name is in here. Loving sister to Maureen, cherished mother of Genevieve, Noel, Maeve, Brenda, and Lorna. She was a respected business owner whose Oak Lawn Travel Agency, Gaffney Travel, everybody's heard of that was well-known in the Irish community and southwest suburbs. In her more than 40 years in business, she was a beloved boss known as Mrs. G to everybody in the office. There are no goodbyes for us. Wherever you are, you will always be in our hearts. God rest her soul, Kathleen Gaffney. Mary C. Daly, born in Bonane, Kerry, Ireland, County, oh, County Kerry, Beloved wife of James, mother of Annette, Sheila, James, and Brian. God rest your soul. Mary C. Daly from the kingdom. John J.T. Kane, beloved husband of Dorothy, loving father of Karen Kane and Christine Kane. John was a lifelong hard worker from the age of 10, literally, literally running numbers for one place to another for his bookie dad in Woodlawn. Woodlawn to 48 years running Chicago Tribunes from the printing plant to the newspaper boxes and newsstands across the city as a Tribune truck driver. Always in service to the community, he was also a coach and umpire for the Brighton Kelly Little League, former member of Lourdes High School Fathers Club, former board member of Brighton Park Neighborhood Council. Got to rest his soul, J.T. Kane. William G. O'Toole Archie, 
age 89, United States Army veteran, beloved husband of Gail, and loving father of Joyce, Paul, and Catherine, proud son of the late George and Margaret, graduate of Leo High School 1952, University of Detroit, and DePaul University College of Law, family and friends together Saturday, March 2nd at St. Catherine of Alexandria Church, 106th and Kedvale and Oak Lawn. And finally, James P. Fitzgerald, age 64, of Vero Beach, Florida, formerly of Chicago, beloved son of the late Dorothy and the late William Fitzgerald. Celebration of James' life will be held at a later date. God rest his soul, Jim Fitzgerald. Let's close up the crypt. One more word of Jack Higgins. There's been several obits by now. You know what a great guy he was. You know what a great artist and cartoonist and a good friend of mine and a lot of my friends. Uh, So our condolences to his family, his sisters, his brothers, and his wife and kids. God rest his soul, Jack Higgins. One of a kind. All right, now we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back after these messages from our friends. With a history going all the way back to 1896, the International Union of Operating Engineers has continued to protect workers and their families with loyalty and brotherhood. Local 150 has continued to thrive through economic booms and busts with careful training and aggressive organizing. Under the leadership of President and Business Manager Jim Sweeney, Local 150 has implemented programs and action plans to create work, protect benefits, and keep members working. And they've been helping the Irish-American community of Chicagoland for just as long. The Hibernian Radio Show is proud to be associated with Jim Sweeney and Local 150, and we salute the continuing efforts of the International Union of Operating Engineers and their support of Irish and Irish-American families now and in the future. Thanks to Local 150. Irish American News has been bringing you the news important to the Irish in Chicagoland for over 40 years. If you like mostly good news and information from all aspects of the Irish community, check out Irish American News. To advertise or subscribe, call our friend Cliff Carlson at 847-872-0700 or email him at cliff at irishamericannews.com. Irish American News, we've always been green. Southsiders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth, Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating that delicious thin crust za that your mouth will tell you, this can only be Fox's. It's a Chicago Beverly Institution at 99th and Western, as well as in Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. You got the best of both worlds. Still owned by Tom and Frank Fox, whose mom and dad, Frank and Teresa, bought the Western location from Al Capone's sister back in 1964. They opened the doors in Orland at 73 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. You'll recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, whose great times have been celebrated for generations of Chicagoland Irish. Fox's is perfect for the whole family, pickup or delivery, or you can dine in, relax and have a cocktail with your dinner, whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. Having a party? Fox's also does catering. 
Circle. Fox is in Beverly at 773-239-3212 or in Orland Park at 708-349-2111. They're proud sponsors of Hibernian Radio and all Irish first responders. Mention this show for a free toothpick. Gotta love that Fox's Pizza. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers are price competitive and still offer the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all of that corporate garbage, Call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Welcome back to the Flood Brothers. And we are back. Hey, once again, thanks to Aubrey and Hannah. Two lovely, lovely ladies. Ladies football, ladies camogie. Uh, you'll be hearing more from them. They'll be back. They'll be back on the show to talk up Naperville hurling. But now, you know, St. Patrick's stays right around the corner, of course. And uh, next week, got the one and only uh, Patrick Fitzmorris on the show. And then the following week, we have the Queen. The Queen, Grace O'Connell, is going to be on the show. So I want to remind everybody, please join the Emerald Society of Illinois for their 2024 St. Patrick's Day Parade parade and celebration saturday march 16th at a local 399 operating engineer in ears hall 2260 south grove street from noon to six officers and band members who wish to march in uniform along with family and friends can meet at the 399 hall at 9 a.m buses will be provided at no charge to transport emerald society parade marchers to the parade and then back to 399 hall after the parade Buses will depart from the local 399 Hall at 10 o'clock. A full catered corned beef and cabbage dinner from Calabria Imports with frosty adult beverages. I'm having one of those right now, a frosty adult beverage. Pop and water will be included. Your donation at the door is 50 bucks, 21 and older. $20 from 12 to 20 and 11 and younger are free. The Emerald Society Parade Celebration, and I've been there. It's a terrific party will include performances by the best police bagpipe and drum band in all the land, the bagpipes and drums of the Emerald Society, Chicago Police Department, and a glorious performance by the Trinity Irish Dancers. On the main stage from our musical entertainment will be William Wooten, who will be playing all our favorite Irish diddly <laughs> We hope to see all our members, family, and friends at this glorious celebration of our Irish heritage the event is open to all law enforcement officers of all ranks, family, friends, and supporters of law enforcement. So that's everybody. Aren't we all Irish during St. Patrick's Day? So be there. Saturday, March 16th. Starts at noon, is that what it is? Let me just double yeah, it's noon to noon to six. And that's a hell of a party. I went last year. It's a hell of a party. And I might even be there, you know, hawking my books or whatever. So you don't want to miss that. You don't want to miss it. Now, maybe some of you folks have been following along with our new soap opera, uh, Seamus O'Hooligan 
junior black Irishman, and we're very excited about that, and we're so glad we had that on the show tonight. Each week we're going to be doing a new episode, but on March 13th we're going to play all the episodes we have so far, and that'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be, we've got about a good half hour of Mr. Holloman, and I got a chance to do some characters in there as well. So looking forward to that. That's on the March 13th show. Uh, well, actually, they'll be coming out on the 16th. So let's take a little trip now to Hule Town and see what we got on our sleeves. Deep, deep, deep in the deep, south deep. side of Chicago. Get me out of here. So deep, deep, all deep. the way up to 93rd Street. Get me out of here, please. Across the tracks where they only spoke yakky dak. Oh. And the people barely survived on a strict diet of <laughs> crunchy bumps and bad food. Hey, man, you want another drink? Yes. Can I get you two? This yeah. Is 70 years we're talking. 70 when years? The what? Oh. Something entered his cranium. His cranium? And wormed around his frontal lobes uh. and took him to a state of mind. Mind, yes. mind, mind. Big place on the other side of bunkers. Welcome, <laughs> a crazy, silly screech. <laughs> Have a seat. Known <laughs> as... Hooletown. Welcome to Hooletown. Don't stay too long, though. How come? Because you might not come back. Welcome to Hooletown. Why, thank you. And you're welcome. Yes, welcome to Hooletown. Got a couple of jokes. Thanks to our friend Craig Holloman for the great intro. The mother superior called all the nuns together and said to them, I must tell you all something. We now have a case of gonorrhea in the convent. Thank God, said an elderly nun at the back. I'm so tired of Chardonnay. <laughs> a busload of politicians were driving down a country road when suddenly the bus ran off the road and crashed into an old farmer's barn. The old farmer got off his tractor and went to investigate. Soon he dug a hole and buried the politicians. A few days later, the local sheriff came out, saw the crash bus, and asked the old farmer where all the politicians had gone. The old t- farmer told him he had buried them. The sheriff said, good Lord, were they all dead? The old farmer said, well, some of them said they weren't, but you know how them crooked politicians lie. <laughs> You're riding a horse, full speed. There's a giraffe next to you and a lion chasing you. What do you do? Get your drunk off ass off the carousel. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I'm just previewing these. Uh, A new teacher was trying to make use of her psychology courses, and she started her class by saying, everyone who thinks they're stupid, stand up. After a few seconds, little Larry stood up. The teacher said, do you think you're stupid, Larry? No, ma'am, but I hate to see you standing there all by yourself. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Just run. Okay, one more. Oh, this is involved. Let me just say that. There were two Catholic boys, Timothy Murphy and Antonio Sicola, whose lives parallel each other in amazing ways. In the same year Timothy was born in Ireland, Antonio was born in Italy. Faithfully, they attended parochial school from kindergarten through senior year in high school. They took their vows to enter the priesthood early in college. Upon graduation, they both became priests. Their careers had, careers had come to amaze the world, but it was generally acknowledged that Antonio Sicola was just a wee cut above Timothy Murphy in all respects. The rise to the ranks of bishop, archbishop, 
and finally cardinal, was swift, to say the least. And the Catholic world knew that when the present pope died, it would be one of the two who would become the next pope. In time, the pope did die. The College of Cardinals went to work. In less time than anyone had expected, white smoke rose from the chimney. The world waited to see whom they had chosen. The world, Catholic, Protestant, and secular, was surprised to learn that Timothy Murphy had been elected pope. Anthony Sicola was beyond surprised. He was devastated because even with all of Timothy's gifts, Antonio knew he was just as better qualified, a bit. With gall that shocked the Cardinals, Antonio Sicola asked for a private session with them in which he candidly asked, why Timothy? After a long silence, an old cardinal took pity on the bewildered man and rose to reply, we knew you were the better of the two, Antonio, but we just could not bear the thought of the leader of the Roman Catholic Church being called Pope Sicola. <laughs> That's it. Okay. I got a call there from Catherine O'Connell. I don't know what she wants, but I'll have to call her back. All right. So, everybody, we'll have a great, well, we'll see you next week with Pat Fitzmorris. Hope you all enjoyed the show, those camogie gals and those uh, ladies Irish football. And, from the Naperville area, and they were great. And so, Pat Fitzmorris, let's see, then the Queen, and then uh, Seamus O'Hooligan Jr., a black Irishman. So, we will see you later. Bye. I wonder, I wonder.